0: Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships.
1: Well, good evening, and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule and Happy Easter. Tonight we'll be uh, celebrating Easter with you and talking about some Easter traditions and how it's been a little different with. um, the COVID-19 coronavirus and uh, with a stay-at-home order. A lot of people have had different plans, but, you know, that's okay. It doesn't mean that it had to be bad. So we're going to talk about some of those things tonight, and uh, we are so glad that you could be with us tonight. We wrapped up our wedding series this last week and had a big wedding extravaganza giveaway, and we want to thank all of you that tuned in and participated in the giveaway. We had a record number of entries for any of our At Home with Debbie rule giveaways with over 300 entries into that giveaway. So, Congratulations to Macy um, Campbell. She was our winner, and uh, we'll hear a little bit later from her in the program. And uh, so we want to thank you all for participating in the giveaway and for listening and tuning in to At Home with Debbie Rule. If you would like to have any input on tonight's program, if you have a tradition or maybe the way you spent Easter today, old traditions, new traditions, and you haven't already written in, you can text us at 325-428-6145. That's 325 428 6145. You can also interact with our Facebook page at Home with Debbie Rule. We're happy to hear and share with our listeners your thoughts, stories, and testimonies over the next hour that we spend together. Every week I share these statements of how important I believe the home is, and especially on this special Easter celebration today. I believe that every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love and celebration, but most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me year-round, and I love to say I'm at home with family and friends. Stay tuned for Thoughts from Home. We'll be back with more from At Home with Debbie Rule, your talk show about home, family, and relationships. Everybody wants to be in love, have great kids, and the perfect home, but nobody wants to talk about how to get there. At Home with Debbie Rule is a safe place to get advice on how to fight fair or call 911, in-laws or outlaws. Who the heck are these kids and what do I do with them? Let's face it, modern family isn't all fairy tales. Because there are a few places that really explore the reality of relationships, the good, the bad, and the ugly, At Home with Debbie Rule is a place where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and testimonies. I'm Debbie Rule. Join me every Sunday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule, a talk show about home, family, and relationships. At Home with Debbie Rule, right here on 95.3 FM and knelradio.com. Follow us at Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. I look forward to seeing you this weekend, Sunday at 6 o'clock p.m. at Home with Debbie Rule. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where we're celebrating Easter together. This is Thoughts from Home. Each spring, Christians around the world celebrate Easter. Easter Sunday marks the end of Lent and is the day that Jesus was resurrected from the dead three days after his crucifixion. Christians look upon Easter as one of the holiest days of the year. Through Jesus' death and resurrection, we are granted the gift of eternal life. My family and I are Christians, and celebrating Easter together has long been a tradition. This year, because of the social distancing required to limit the spread of the coronavirus, Easter looked quite different for all of us. Our Jewish friends and neighbors who celebrated Passover this past week are experiencing the same feelings of separation. Millions of Jews gather at Passover to remember their Hebrew forebears' Exodus from Egypt where they escaped thanks where they where they escaped thanks to 10 divinely sent plagues. As the coronavirus pandemic sweeps across the globe, some of the parallels are hard to miss. The plagues are a central part of the Cedar experience, and this year, it felt like we had the 11th plague circling around us. Passover is a celebratory affair with friends and family gathering in homes, crowding with tables, feasting on food, and good conversation. It's by far the most celebrated holiday of America, Jewish life. But the holiday, which began Wednesday evening and will last for eight days, looks quite different this year. In America, we celebrate many different religious traditions, and this reminds us of the brilliance of our founding fathers, who place a great emphasis on protecting our rights to celebrate our religious beliefs. While most churches have opted to close in order to protect the health of their parishioners, Excuse me tonight. <laughs> uh, many of our uh, many are offering live stream videos of church services. Like so many other families, we will also have to forego the big Easter celebration with kids and grandkids after the church service. This Easter season, many of our neighbors and friends are having a hard time right now. We're all dealing with this new normal. Health care workers and first responders are continuing to put their lives at risk to fight an invisible virus. We're so thankful to them for what they do. We're also thankful for the folks who continue to go into work day after day to provide important services to our communities. And for business owners who have had to make that difficult decision to close the doors temporarily, please know that we are working around the clock to help you access funding so that you can keep employees on the payroll and be ready to open again as soon as the pandemic is over. And we believe in our government that is doing the right thing and making the right decisions for all of us. Social distancing, while necessary, isn't easy, especially for folks in the rural areas or who may be living alone. I want to encourage you to call your neighbors, your grandparents, parents, or anyone you know who may be feeling isolated or lonely during this time. We're all dealing with an unprecedented challenge, but we will get through this together. I want to encourage people to pray for an end to this pandemic, the leaders of our nation and the leaders of other nations. We all need wisdom during these times, but most of all, the president and all who are making very heavy decisions on what is best for Americans at this time. We pray for everyone battling the coronavirus and for the scientists working hard to create a vaccine. All Americans are feeling uncertain during the COVID-19 pandemic. It's natural to experience stress or anxiety right now because we just don't know how long this may last. Easter is a reminder to us that pain and suffering does not always last forever. Jesus' death and resurrection shows us that we find peace even during the most trying times. Because of my faith, I have hope that brighter days are ahead. Even though this spring feels different this year, myself and everyone at home with Debbie Rule pray you are able to find joy this Easter season and take time to reflect on what's truly important. May you find the comfort I find in 1 Peter 1.3. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. By His great mercy, we have been born anew to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. From the dead. This has been thoughts from home Stay tuned for more of at home with Debbie rule. We'll be right back with more to come.
2: There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose and mouth.
1: family and relationships are a challenge and we have some answers for you right here on 95.3 fm and knelradio.com join me debbie rule every sunday from 6 to 7 p.m for at home with debbie rule and this week we'll be bringing a special easter show don't miss this opportunity to share with us this weekend at home with debbie rule right here at 6 o'clock p.m on knel 95.3 fm and knelradio.com we'll see you then Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where we're celebrating Easter, somewhat different than uh, years in the past. We've had traditions of old and traditions of new, and uh, things have been a little different, but they've still been good. And so tonight, to start off the program, I just want to share one of my favorite praise and worship songs that we have that have just been upcoming the past year and just really, I think, uh, expresses the... um, The words uh, of people today that, um, you know, there is hope. There is hope in what we celebrated today that our Lord and Savior is alive. And so I want to leave this with you uh, right now before we start the program and just let you think about as you hear the words in this song, how this too shall pass. And even though we're in a difficult situation, there is always hope in Jesus.
3: I raise a hallelujah in the prayer
1: From the ashes, hope will arise, because the King of Kings is alive. And uh, when we think about that, we can put things into perspective. We may be discomforted a little bit by not being able to come and go as we please, uh, by not being able to assemble with one another like we normally do. I know that's very, very difficult for uh, pastors and for um, churches. And uh, this time we just make the best Of our situations, and we hope and we know uh, because we have hope that things will get better. And so, tonight, as we celebrate Easter with you, we just wanted to share a little of uh, our faith with you. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about traditions and uh, things that um, have to do with Easter, but of course, most important reason why we celebrate Easter is because our Lord and Savior is alive. And joining me tonight on the program is my wonderful husband, Pastor Rudy Rule. I'll address you that way tonight since it's Easter. How about that?
3: Well, thank you, Pastor Debbie.
1: Uh Uh-oh, you're not plugged in. Oh, because you're over there. (laughs) You're at the the other desk. Okay, but we also have a special treat for you here in uh, just a couple of minutes, maybe right here in just a moment we have uh those of you that were paying attention um are listening the past few weeks to our um to our programs through the month of March. We did a wedding series and uh, we gave away a great big wedding extravaganza package and it included a two night stay in Terlingua Ghost Town. It also included a $650 value uh, photography package and videography package from Rebecca Paul Photography in in Austin, and also uh, Cuts and Such was a sponsor, and they gave uh, kind of a day of pampering for the bride and the groom, haircuts and styles, tanning, um, all kinds of goodies and hair products and all kinds of things that were in there, and so um, as we celebrate weddings this season, uh, although they were interrupted as well with the COVID-19 coronavirus. Uh, I know that's disappointing, and um, so anyway, we have uh, someone on the line that we're going to talk to, and it's our winner of the program, of our, good evening, Macy, are you there?
4: Yes, ma'am. How are
1: you? I'm doing well, thank you. This is Macy Campbell. She was the winner of our wedding extravaganza giveaway, and we are so excited that you won. I
4: know, me too. <laughs> I was very surprised. You
1: know, you mentioned to me uh, when we were talking that you never win anything, and I thought, well, what a thing to win.
4: I know. It, it was crazy. Uh, I had my Facebook friend. She actually messaged me and. She's like, congratulations,
1: Macy! You won. I said, "What? That's crazy." Well, you know, um, throughout the month of. Um March and the beginning of April, we talked, we did a wedding series talking about the different things about weddings and, and we just wanted to give something special. And after, you know, the COVID-19 coronavirus kind of came in and took over and people were having to cancel and postpone weddings and make different arrangements, it really made the wedding season uh, different and a little bit more emotional, I think, for everyone because all of this planning had gone on, and then some of the weddings weren't able to take place or they had to take place differently than what the bride and groom had hoped that they would be. And so, um, it, the, the actually the uh, giveaway was open to anyone could register to win, so it wasn't just brides and grooms, but uh, you are actually getting married, and out of all of those registrations you won. We picked you out of all of those people. And that was, I think, just a God thing because um, because there was a lot of people that registered to win.
4: Yes, ma'am. I, I just feel very blessed and very lucky um, that, we, that I won. Um, I was very disappointed because we actually uh, were having to move our wedding around. And, you know, we had to cancel our wedding and It's just—it's very disappointing, and you know, as a little girl, you know, I've always dreamed of my wedding being perfect, Um, Mm -hmm. and so this—this definitely made me uh, very, very happy.
1: Oh, well, well, good. We know we had a show uh, that we talked about having to cancel or postpone a wedding because of the COVID nineteen coronavirus, and we talked about you know that um, that disappointment and that sadness. It's very real. And, uh, even though you get over it and you, you rearrange things and you make a different plan and things do happen and it ends up being beautiful anyway, uh, because you do marry the person that you love, but it's still disappointing and it is sad. And so I am so glad that we could give you a little bit of happiness on, uh, on your plans for your upcoming wedding. Do you know what you're planning on doing now that you've had to reschedule and postpone?
4: Um, of, uh, my my fiancé and I, we've talked about it, and uh, he's wanting to get married, like, ASAP. He wants to get married right now. He's like, let's go to the courthouse. And I'm like, (laughs) "Mm -hmm. I don't know. I kind of want my wedding. I'm wanting my wedding. So um, we're we're just really excited. Uh, We we can't wait to um, go and enjoy the ghost town and
3: everything. So we're we're really excited.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. You've got a phenomenal photographer and videographer that's willing to travel and uh, if you decide that you want to say your I do's in Terlingua, it's a beautiful place, very romantic. Uh, they, would, they would be awesome to be able to help you with an elopement or a destination wedding that you want to plan. And uh, so when it's all over with we're able to get out and stay and travel again, uh, that might be something that you might be interested in. And we are so glad that you were able to win and uh, maybe use that in a way where you can... Um, Remember forever that that was your best day ever.
4: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We uh, have talked about, you know, possibly, you know, getting married over there. Um, But it's beautiful. I've I've looked it up. I've never heard of that town ever. Mm -hmm. And I looked it up,
3: and it's, it's beautiful over there.
1: Well, if you uh, look on my Facebook page, you'll find a little short video, about a minute long, of a of a wedding that was there. It was my daughter's wedding in February, and uh, also a lot of wedding pictures on uh, Gabrielle Ivy Facebook. You can look at hers. And she's posted all of our wedding pictures. And so a uh, great time. Uh, you're going to, and Rebecca and her husband did the photographs for our wedding as well. And so uh, you're in for a treat. Whatever you decide to do, I know you're going to be blessed. And we want to wish the very best to you and your fiance. And we pray many blessings. And may God bless you for many, many, many years with happiness together.
4: Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate
1: you. You're welcome. Be blessed and happy Easter. You as well. Thank you. Thank happy you, Easter. Macy. Bye-bye. Macy Campbell, the winner of the um, wedding extravaganza giveaway that we had a drawing on Friday. And uh, they won a two-night stay in Terlingua Ghost Town, also a $650 photography and videography package from Rebecca Paul Photography out of Austin. Uh, Lots of other goodies from cuts and such. Uh, Family hair salon here in town. And so we were just so blessed to be able to give that away. And I know just so blessed that a couple uh, that's getting married was able to win that. I mean, out of all those people... Lynn pulled the name out of the box, and it happened to be a couple that was uh, getting married. And so I was just thrilled about that. Not that I didn't want anybody else to win, but I was glad to hear. And I, will, I want to share this too, Rudy and I. I shared this with you uh, after I got to read a lot of these things on Facebook. And But when I posted the post for people to register to win, I waited until like noon on uh, Thursday before the Friday drawing because I knew that we would have a lot of names to put in. And so, um, I, I heard, I read a lot of stories of people, you know, saying things like Macy that they had to rearrange their wedding or postpone or cancel or, um, Then I had couples that were, you know, we were we've been married for 30 years and we've never had a wedding or we never had a honeymoon or, you know, we're three kids and never have been away together or anything like, you know, just I just read so many neat testimonies uh, that people had responded to. And I was encouraged to know that marriage is still sacred today and that people still believe in marriage and that uh, there is a happily ever after. You know, sometimes you just get out there in the world and you hear all this bad stuff, but I was very encouraged uh, by the things that people shared on our page that day of um, just years that they've been married. And, you know, sometimes there's trials and tribulations, but, you know, it makes you stronger.
5: Well, and you shared those stories with me. And by the way, Hi, Pastor Debbie. It's good to be on the air with you. Uh, You shared those stories with me, and it was very touching. And uh, just uh, spoke to uh, love and how strong love is and Mm -hmm. how love can overcome many obstacles. And uh, the testimony was in those stories of people uh, overcoming so many hardships, so many different things. Uh, just story after story, everyone unique, everyone different, but all representing the power of love mm-hmm. and uh, the the romance that's part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you watch these movies and you think, oh, I want to be that, but it's a romantic tragedy or something. And, you know, you don't really want that to happen to you. But some of these stories, they had just really hard times mm-hmm. and persevered. Mm-hmm. And uh, it I was know. it was so encouraging.
1: And I wish I could give a trip to every couple out there that's been married for a long time and didn't get the honeymoon and didn't get the wedding that they wanted, but they have sacrificed and stayed together and endured and persevered. I mean, you deserve it. And I wish we could give everybody one. But
5: what Uh, a story of resiliency to pass down to your children. Mm -hmm. I mean, children are going to have tough times and they come and say, hey, let me tell you my story. And they go, Mm -hmm. "Okay, that's not so bad.
1: And people that get married now, they're going to have the COVID-19 story. You know, we had to rearrange it, or we got married with two people instead of, you know, 200 people.
5: You know, ancestors that went through world wars and ancestors that went through stock market crashes. Well, now we've got this amazing coronavirus catastrophe. It's just worldwide. It's a worldwide pandemic, something no one alive has ever seen. And we pray we will never see again.
1: Yes, yes, or anything like it. And so um, today, as we celebrated Easter, I know it looked very different for a lot of people. A lot of um, churches were live streaming. Uh, We were very blessed here in Brady to have the Brady Clergy Association come together. And all of the churches come together and provide a drive-in service, which was very unique. And uh, people enjoyed being a part of that experience. Wonderful, uh, anointed uh, praise and worship with Pastor Devin Taylor of Vision Heights and a great word from um, Peyton Barons of uh, Redeemer Church and also uh, the other pastors that spoke. Prayers the from prayers Regina Moss, from, yes,
5: Bun Jackson, yes, Morris uh, Williams.
1: Yes, and Maury.
5: And Maury Staley. And, Murray
1: Staley. and uh, so, uh, you know, what that a blessing. was
5: uh, Morris was St. James Baptist. Bun mm-hmm. is the Methodist Church. Regina's the Presbyterian Church, and Murray is New Song.
1: Yes, and so we supported uh, that. We were part of that as well, but we supported it from afar. We had prayed about uh, our participating, and we had originally had planned on being there and participating. And uh, for those of you that know Rudy, a few years ago, battled cancer. And went, and God has healed him and he walks in healing and we, uh, but through all of that and all, through all of the radiation and treatments that he went through. Um, you know it just has a little bit of a compromised immune system now. And so we, we, we just we are very careful and we care for our two grandsons. and we just felt like God was just saying, you know, stay home, it's okay. It's going to work without you there. You don't have to be there for it to work. I promise. (laughs) They got it. They got it. They did it well. They did it well. And we were able to stay home for the first time in years, I believe. Yeah. And I can't remember an Easter time that we've ever stayed Mm -hmm. home. It's always work. Um, And we were able to receive. We were able to receive and to actually worship. Uh, and just worship and just hear the word. And, and we were so blessed. And we were so blessed. And so we want to say thank you to the, to the Brady Ministerial Brady Alliance. Clergy Brady, Brady Clergy yeah,
5: Brady, Brady Ministerial Alliance, yes. For...
1: Um, for allowing us to kind of bow out gracefully oh, yeah. and uh, and to just receive today. And oh, we were so blessed. We were so blessed. So thank you again, and thank you for blessing our community. Thank you for all that you do, not just on Easter, but all that you do uh, for the Salvation Army that's got the crisis center that's been running, uh, giving out food since the uh, virus um, has taken place and people have lost jobs and have been unable to work and don't have money for food. And so they've stepped up and provided uh, things for people. And it's just been amazing to see how our communities have come together to fight this and to win the battle and to move forward closer than we've ever been together. And I just think that is awesome.
5: Well, it's what people can do when they work together.
1: That's right. And so uh, we were We were really blessed by that. Uh, So thank you again, um, Brady Clergy, and all the churches that participated in the drive-in Easter service today. And uh, it was wonderful. It was blessed. If you missed out on it, I believe there will be a replay of it on the YouTube channel, Brady Clergy Association. You can look that up on YouTube, Brady Clergy Association. Go to their page, and there should be an uploaded video of today's service. So you can enjoy that. Uh, and see how blessed we were when you watch it. So we're going to take a short break, and we're going to be back for the second half of At Home with Debbie Rule. We're going to talk a little bit more about Easter traditions and maybe some testimonies and stories from others in our community of how they celebrated Easter today. Stay tuned for more of At Home with Debbie Rule, your talk show about home, family, and relationships. We'll be back. The Haven Family Shelter is a domestic violence and sexual assault shelter that serves men, women, and children who are victims of domestic violence and sexual assault in Mason, Menard, McCullough, Kimball, Concho, and surrounding counties. The Haven is dedicated to ending domestic violence and sexual assault. The Haven provides services such as 24-hour crisis intervention and hotline, 24-hour accompaniment for medical, law enforcement or criminal justice. They provide legal advocacy, individual counseling, and The Haven is active in public education, prevention and community awareness. Support your local domestic violence and sexual assault programs, speak up about the abuse, educate yourself and others, help a friend in need and set an example. For more information on how you can help, call The Haven at 325-597-7644. Together, we can end domestic violence and sexual assault. When you think of sinfully nice foods, what comes to mind? cakes, pies, breads and sweet breads. Sinfully Nice Foods is not only sinfully delicious but has made to order sugar-free and gluten-free products available as well. Sinfully Nice Foods is a new home business with baked goods that can be a special order for almost any party, event or just because you want to be a little sinful yourself. Sinfully Nice Foods is certified with the Food Handlers Program and is ready to meet your needs for your baked goods. So the next time that you need a cake, pie, homemade breads, and rolls, give Cynthia a call at 325-456-7740. That's 325-456-7740. Sinfully Nice Foods, it will always leave you wanting
3: more.
0: This message is for all the citizens of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. I'm Lynn Ferris, the owner and general manager of KNL Radio. As you know, we are head on into one of the most unknowing times our nation has ever experienced. While I'm confident we'll come out of this sooner than later, what we do in the meantime is crucial to helping our community remain vibrant and as strong as possible. I'm asking each of you now, more than ever, to support our local businesses wherever and whenever you can. In today's world, it's easy to buy from an online, out-of-state company. But especially during this time, where many of our local retailers are facing an unknown and challenging future, I ask that you support them, just as they've supported our community. If we all work together by supporting our local business owners, we'll come out of this more resilient and stronger than before. From all of us at KEL, we wish you good health, and thank you for supporting the Heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country community.
1: Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where we're celebrating Easter with you. And we are so excited uh, to be here with you on an Easter evening. Uh, a little bit different Easter this year, as we uh, were stay at home uh, and shelter in place. And so a lot of families were unable to gather as they normally do. Uh, but it was special. And even though we can't be together, Physically, we can be together in heart and spirit. And I think that that is uh, what communities are pulling together and families are pulling together, and they're doing it. What do you think, Rudy?
3: Uh, it's
5: drawing families closer together. Anytime families struggle uh, against the same enemy, if you will, they pull together. And families are pulling together. They're mm-hmm. appreciating one another. You know, there's so many that uh, have suffered from the coronavirus, and uh, some have passed. Thank God none are in this area, but Mm -hmm. uh, there are so many affected, and it's pulling families together, and it's really been a wake-up call, and people that thought everything was great and nothing could ever happen are seeing that, boy, things can change quickly. I mean, it uh, has caught everyone by surprise. And it's a worldwide situation that's just it's phenomenal it is mm-hmm. absolutely, and they keep using the word unprecedented and it is unprecedented in our lifetime mm-hmm. and we they refer back to the uh, Spanish flu of nineteen eighteen that killed mm-hmm. fifty million people worldwide
3: mm-hmm.
5: so it's not unprecedented as far as that goes, but no one alive has ever seen anything like we're dealing with today.
1: Yeah, that's true. And, um, you know, um, we're going to learn how to deal with this, and we are learning with it. I mean, I think you you see people now are really uh, taking seriously um, the orders that have been made for people to stay home, for social distancing, for uh, not getting out unless there is a essential that you need to purchase or for medical attention. And, um, you know, people are pulling together and communities are meeting the needs of those that need help. And they're praying for one another and they're praying for our country and for other nations and for people to be healed. And, you know, that's, um, that's huge because we have come together in unity. And when we come together in unity, look out, great things can happen.
5: Well, and it's, it's changing people around the world. I mean, for decades we've seen uh, snapshots or uh, news stories of China, and we see people in their streets with face masks on, and we're all like, why are they wearing face masks? Well, mm-hmm. there was disease in the air. Yeah. And so uh, some of these other countries are saying, you know what? We've got to clean up our act, literally. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so they're looking at uh, sanitation in a much new much different light, Mm -hmm. which is good for everyone.
1: Yes, and our prayers were with everyone out there that's dealing with any part of the coronavirus, whether that's by job loss or by illness or uh, just being lonely and sad because you're not with family, you know, especially today on a day where a lot of grandparents get together with grandkids and were Mm -hmm. unable to do that or kids were unable to come home and uh, you were unable to be with the extended family. Um, but it, it, it all works out.
5: Well, you know, we've got 30 year old children and a child in her twenties and they're both very concerned Mm
1: -hmm. and they
5: look to us to see if we're very concerned Mm -hmm. and we're constantly encouraging them. This too shall pass. We're going to survive this. The United States is the best place to be Mm -hmm. when this happens. And rural Texas is no better place than that to be when something like this happens. And so we're encouraging our young people. I talk with the business owners that feel so bad that they have to let employees go. And I'll tell you, folks, our small business owners are hurting probably worse than anyone. And yes. when this economy picks up Shop Local, mm-hmm. if you can, Shop Local right now during mm-hmm. this mm-hmm sheltering in place
1: help the restaurants oh, order yeah. out and you know pick it up and take it home if, if you can uh, that really does help them their business has decreased tremendously and
5: um and it's a ripple effect that goes all the way mm-hmm. to the farmers they're dumping thousands of gallons of milk
1: mm-hmm. the
5: oil industry is hurting because mm-hmm. of low uh, crude oil prices and so mm-hmm. it's just uh a perfect storm, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you what, there's no stronger people than the American people. There's no yep. stronger country than the United States of America, and we're going to lead the world, and we're going to come back stronger than ever. Uh, in the biblical story of Joseph, the seven years of plenty and the seven years of lack, Egypt came out of that, the wealthiest country in the world, mm-hmm. because yeah. they prepared for it. Mm-hmm. And while we might not have prepared as much as we could, with hindsight being twenty twenty, we are the best prepared of any country in the world, and we will come out of this much stronger, and it won't sneak up on us again.
3: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: we've got some uh, testimonies and some things that were sent in to us, so we want to be sure and share those before time gets away from us, and uh, one of our listeners said um, that this year, uh, they're used to having their daughter, granddaughter, and great-grandson uh, which lives in Tulsa, and they were here in Brady, and so they were unable to be together, um, which is always a sad time when you look at a holiday and you want to be together. Um, and let's see, any other? What I've are we got one about? here. Okay.
5: A lady texted us, we colored eggs, and when everyone arrived at Mom and Dad's, we would hide eggs for the young ones, and then they wanted to hide them, hide the eggs for the parents, and that went on. So the eggs were barely edible. Dad <laughs> would barbecue ribs and stuff. We made ice cream and pitched washers and horseshoes and enjoyed being together. And that hiding the eggs, I'm, I remember Easter's where we spent all day mm-hmm. hiding and rehiding and mm-hmm. rehiding. And then the kids wanted to hide them for us. Mm-hmm. And they had more fun laughing at us pretending not to be able to see them or find them. Mm-hmm. And they were just rolling. Mm -hmm. and the eggs were not edible when we were finished.
1: (laughs) That's why we say, thank goodness for plastic eggs today. (laughs) We don't have to hide the real ones anymore. Um, Let's see, here's one. Uh, but all my kids and my grandkids are too big for Easter egg hunting. I'm just waiting on great-grandkids, uh, if she ever gets some. And so that's a that's a good story right there. She's waiting for things to come in the future, good things to come in the future. And, you know, that's the thing is that um, today is almost over and tomorrow is a gift. And we will see better days ahead of us. And so um, another listener... Uh, Text in, no tradition other than gathering as a family, uh, but complete joy in just being with each other and missed it this year. Missed that this year.
5: I'll tell you, you don't realize you have traditions until you can't do it. Mm -hmm. And this one lady texted that uh, her kids, I mean, she had tradition in her family of hiding Easter eggs and she always had a new dress and a new purse and, uh, you know, the Easter get up, new dress, new white patent leather shoes, new hat and gloves, Mm -hmm. and a little purse, which little girls love that, Mm -hmm. getting all dressed up like that. Yes. But her kids came along, and they started getting giant, hollow Easter bunnies. And I remember when I got my first Easter bunny, I thought, look at all that chocolate. And then I bit into it, and it was hollow. I was so disappointed. (laughs) But you know why they made them hollow? So they'd be bigger on the shelf. And not cost mm-hmm. so much. Because yeah. if it was all chocolate, you can imagine how much that would be.
1: And how sick you'd get eating it. Well, i a story experience on that. You experienced that too. too. <laughs> yeah.
5: so, do you know how the tradition of Easter baskets came about?
1: Share that with us.
5: Okay, so back in the day, uh, parents would hide Easter eggs and Easter toys and things like that. Yeah, but before that, they would help the children build a nest for to put the eggs in.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: And so you, you see these Easter baskets with all this green grass in them. Mm-hmm. That's where that came from because originally children would get grass and make a nest, like a bird nest, mm-hmm. to put the egg in.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: And then some enterprising person with too many baskets decided, hey, we need to make Easter baskets. And so now it's Easter baskets.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, how convenient it is to have a basket to carry your eggs in. That's right. And that you're finding and that you're hiding. So that Easter basket. Uh, Do we have anything else there from Melissa? Let's see. We have um, uh, one one there from...
5: Let me look here.
3: here.
1: We've got another one right there. If you want to do that one.
5: Here we go. Let's see... So this year, to deal with the corona situation, this one family uh, decided to do it inside with the kids, and they hid Chris' or, uh, Easter cards, and they would hide them in a place that began with the child's letter of their first name. And so they ran around looking for their Easter cards, and then... Let's see. They had a scavenger hunt with twelve items all pertaining to Easter: the thorns, the crown, the stone for the empty tomb, uh, and the kids had a ball looking for the twelve items that represented Easter or the crucifixion. Mm-hmm. And so they said they had a blast. Mm-hmm. And the adults wanted to play too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's good the big kids some kids kids
5: never grow up
1: that's right well um let's see and um
5: (laughs) okay here's one that's really funny this same family they told the kids okay what can you think of that represents something new and one of them picked up a kitten and the grandmother's going, bah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> of course, it's the egg. You know, that's new yes, life. Yes, yes. But a new kitten is new life, too, I guess.
3: That's right.
5: So that's cute.
1: That's cute. You know, um, I enjoyed so much this year uh, painting east, dying Easter eggs with our two little grandsons and and going through the resurrection eggs uh, that we normally do at church on uh, Easter, but did that at home with them, and oh, they loved the story. You know, they're still young, four and three, and so we've not ever really explained the whole Jesus hung on a cross and died thing because um, they just four really four and three, four still and, young, three. Yeah. and uh, <laughs> so this year was a good year to do it, and and they loved going through the eggs and seeing the symbols that symbolize the different parts of the Easter story, and. Uh, They can tell it right back to you, you know, and uh, then they, they love to take communion. So we prayed and we took communion in our little cups. Of course, Rudy and I do that almost daily. And so we used our little communion set, and uh, they loved it. And they Mm -hmm. told Papa when he got home, you know, that they took the bread and they took the cup. And uh, they knew exactly what it was, and they knew where Jesus was. He was risen, and he was in heaven and in their heart. they knew the story, and I quizzed them, and (laughs) And they they, answered every question. Yes, and they were really uh, just intrigued by the story. And so, um, you know, it's... um, the joy in our lives that we see with our kids and with our grandkids and, and we we need to remember that there are some people out there that are alone. So as I said earlier, check on your neighbors, check on your friends, check on the elderly that are alone, uh, that may be today were separated from family because they couldn't go around, especially elderly, if they were, uh, you know, being careful and staying away. So, uh, or if they were in nursing homes, they were unable to be visited uh, physically. Um, but, you know, a lot of people turned to Zoom, mm-hmm. uh, Skype, and Face. Um, Facebook. Facebook And Live also streaming to Facebook. Um,
5: FaceTime.
1: FaceTime, yes, for connecting with family. And so, you know, uh, we find ways. And thank goodness we have technology that helps us to be able to connect with people. And how blessed we are to have that. So um, it was. It wasn't all lost. You know, people were able to connect with one another through uh, their devices, and it's not the same as being together, but it is still being together. And so, uh, what a wonderful time uh, to celebrate and just be able to call one another. But remember, if you know someone that was alone today or that is alone, check on them. See how they're doing. Um, say an encouraging word to them. If it is, just pray for them or, or just maybe take them some leftovers or, you know, leave it on their doorstep and, you know, let them know that I don't know if that's okay or spray not. Just it, it not with I Clorox and no, it. leave it on their doorstep. <laughs> all, whatever. I don't know if you're allowed to do that or not, if you are okay. If not, don't do it. But
5: um, <laughs> yeah, The mayor will be in yeah, there in a minute.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Uh, but, you know. When it's all over with, take them a meal then or take them something. Well, meal. and but, call them. I'll yeah, tell you what. that's the main thing. Call they just them and say, you know
5: you. what? God put you on my heart, and it'll just blow their mind. You were yeah. thinking of me, yes. And people that are alone and feeling lonely, they want to talk to somebody, mm-hmm. and they want to know they're not forgotten.
1: Yeah.
5: So if you're thinking of somebody right now, that's God putting them on your heart, and mm-hmm. call them up and say, yes. you know what? God put you on my heart. How are are you doing?
1: Yeah. Or just call them and say, you know, we missed being with you today. And we assume sometimes that people know that we missed being with them or that we love them or that we, you know, uh, but don't assume. It's always better to pick up the phone and call and just express your feelings.
5: If it goes to voicemail, say, was thinking of you, wanted to call and check on you. Hope you had a happy Easter. God bless you. Yeah.
1: Send a text.
5: Send a text. I mean, yeah. the, to see that somebody tried to call them makes you feel good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so uh, do you have any other little Easter traditions there that you want to share with us? The Easter basket, how about something else that you have there for us? Oh, let's see. Let's see.
5: Something fun and entertaining. Mm-hmm. Some people wonder how eggs came to be a part of Easter. And Easter's all about new life, and so Mm -hmm. that's the tradition behind the eggs. Did you know that Easter can occur any time between March 22nd and April 25th? Yes. 33 days. Mm -hmm. And that plays havoc with church schedules. (laughs) Yes. Especially when it happens in the uh, month of March. It's like, oh my goodness. So that's... uh, That's interesting. All right. Talking about Easter eggs, some of the most expensive eggs in the world are Fabergé eggs. Mm -hmm. Fabergé made over 50 eggs for the Russian royal family, each more extravagant than the last. Fabergé eggs. Mm -hmm. And they're worth millions of dollars today. Let's see. It says right here, worth $2.93 million in today's money.
1: That's the an first expensive one, egg.
5: That's the first one, and he made 50 of them. Mm. This gold egg had an enamel shell, which opened to reveal a gold yolk. In other words, that's a yolk of gold. The yolk contained a pure gold hen, which in turn held a diamond replica of a crown, complete with a tiny ruby. Mm. Now, what woman wouldn't want an egg like that? That was in 1885, Tsar Alexander III of Russia commissioned the jeweler Fabergé to make an egg as an Easter gift for his wife. Boy, he knew how to make points, didn't
1: he? He sure did. That's
5: going to be hard to live up to. He called Jared,
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> he called Fabergé. Okay. That's
1: interesting. Uh, one announcement that we have before we close for tonight, uh, talking about Easter and Easter traditions, is uh, you got one more with uh, one more for us. Before hot we cross close? buns. Okay.
5: Everybody wants to know about hot cross buns and other breads marked with an X to symbolize the cross, are a tradition on many Easter tables. Different sweet breads are also used all over the world. They have choreg in Armenia, pasca in Ukraine. Babka in Poland, Sarechi in Greece. Also try a traditional Italian Easter bread with eggs baked right in. Mm-hmm. These can, There are conspicuously risen breads, which may also show a desire for Easter traditions to be different from Passover, which includes yes. unleavened breads.
1: That's right. That's right. One more uh, little story that we have from a listener is... Um, Uh, talking about, says that Grandma always makes it about our Heavenly Father and making sure that the young ones know the true meaning behind the Easter bunny and eggs and new life. And you know, that's what makes grandmas and grandpas so special, I think. Well, well, I'll tell you what, Easter's
5: about new life.
1: It is. It is. And new life is coming Uh, through all of this tragedy that we've had. New life is coming And uh, just don't lose hope and don't lose sight of the light that's at the end of the tunnel. We all will get back to work. Our economy will pick up. People will be healed. We will grieve the loss of the things that we've lost, but we will make it. And and America will be strong again and other nations. Don't
5: grow weary in doing well. Persevere, persevere, persevere. When this is all over, you'll look back and say, well, that wasn't so hard.
1: Right. Well, we have a, a wonderful announcement and I haven't even shared this with you, but I'm going to share it with you now live is uh, received an email right before we went on to the air that um, the good news that our podcast has been accepted and is now on iHeartRadio. So you can find at home with Debbie Rule on iHeartRadio.com. And so if you want to go and listen to our previous programs, you can go to podbean.com. You can find us on iTunes. And now you can find us on iHeartRadio. So uh, we're really excited to be a part of iHeartRadio and always live right here on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com every Sunday night That's at 6 right. o'clock p.m. So we're excited uh, to start the spring season with you guys. We've got Easter. We've got great things coming up uh, for the rest of April and uh, Mother's Day coming up in May, and lots of great things. Um, we're going to celebrate new life and spring and good things that are ahead. So, any last words? Words.
5: Well, just think about what is the first thing you're going to do when this is all over.
1: That's right. Thank you so much for being with us tonight and inviting us into your home. We love hearing from you and spending Sunday evening with you, sharing our thoughts about home, family, and relationships. From our home to yours, I'm Debbie Rule.
5: I'm Rudy Rule.
1: Hope you have a blessed evening and the rest of your happy Easter evening. We'll see you next week right here at 6 o'clock p.m. on At Home with Debbie Rule. <laughs>
0: Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on CanHill 95.3 FM and canhillradio.com. Follow At Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Debbie Rule for more insights on home, family, and relationships.